Hey there, Piss Freaks of Urination. Before we start the show, I want to talk to you about 80s Baby. That's 80sbaby.net is a pop culture nostalgia website created by Brooklyn comedian John Bilancini. Each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, John publishes a new article detailing some bit of pop culture ephemera you probably forgot you loved, like the Pizza Hut Book It program and a definitive ranking of No Fear t-shirts. If you like remembering simpler times when your biggest concern was waking up in time to catch the Muppet Babies on Saturday mornings, check out 80s Baby. That's E-I-G-H-T-I-E-S-B-A-B-Y dot net, or find it on Twitter at at Nostalgia's a Drug. Everybody, welcome to Stand By Your Band. I am Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined once again by the Prince of Snarkness, the Dog of Wolf Street, mm-hmm. some call him, Tommy McNamara. How are you, buddy? I'm good. We're rapidly approaching 100 episodes. Very so exciting. soon. We And uh, guess what, people? We've already recorded it, and I'd say, miss it. <laughs> no, it's a great episode. We did a live one at Union Hall. Thanks to everybody who came out. Boy, what a lineup. What a show. So fun, um, and I'm excited to to put it out, but you sick freaks got to wait a whole two weeks. But don't worry, to man. tide you over, we have a special treat, ladies and gentlemen. That's we have right. a man <laughs> in town all the way from beautiful California. Oh, yeah. John Ozale. Oh, hey, everyone. I, I'm glad to be here. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm good. I can't believe I'm post-100 episode recording pre-release. I'm, yeah. You're rushing my release. That's how important my We had to get you is. out quickly. I don't <laughs> think of that as the other way around. It's like they were putting the other one on hold. They were just like, we can't we can't bury our 100th episode with Jono just about to destroy it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because people would forget it so quickly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It would be a shame, a travesty. Other words. How was your flight in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, flight was fine. Oh, yeah. Did you just get in today when you had no, even in town? I uh, got in late Wednesday. Late Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, you don't call us up? It's been almost a We've whole been, week? I've been talking with Tommy. That's true. You don't call me up? Uh, you're too, you're too busy. Wolf of Dog Street. Exactly. You're too intimidating. <laughs> Tom sits by the I house go, phone all day. I go through <laughs> your people. <laughs> I'm not we his people. Get, <laughs> we did get a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that uh, my people were supposed to be uh, informing me. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you in town, buddy. Yeah, um, good to be back. We both got some shows to get to tonight, so let's just rush through this. Let's, <laughs> let's just, let's just, yeah, they're a band, whatever. Yeah. Oh. Let's go through some motions real fast. <laughs> uh, Speaking my language, <laughs> we are here to talk about the Offspring today. Yes. So, why did you pick the Offspring? They were one of the first favorite bands I had. Yeah. They like like I got in like right away when everyone kind of discovers their own genre of music like mm-hmm. in junior high. It's like one of the, the Smash had just come out which is their first like their studio first hit. Smash. Yeah. yeah, they're for, yeah, appropriately named. <laughs> But that's how prescient they are. And they named it after that Deborah Messing show, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> we don't talk about Deborah, Deborah messing enough on this show. I gotta say, and my mom just told me that she's like a drug addict. <laughs> Is it true? A coke addict? Yeah. Oh man, well, she's an actress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's. I don't know why it came up, but <laughs> yeah. boy, well, we wish her the best. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Deborah, if you're listening, get help. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Will, get Grace some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's on Will. Come on, a little intervention here. Little that re- that reboot is just a ploy to get her and That's everyone true. back together to yes. stop cocaine. The final episode is an intervention <laughs> live on air. <laughs> um, so I uh, I was into Offspring a little bit. Were you into Offspring, Tommy? For sure. I uh, definitely like thirteen. I remember loving. I think I, I think I might have had a greatest hits album of theirs. They put out a greatest hits. That was like a black CD. Yeah, if I'm remembering that did. correctly. I, I, I never uh, yeah went too deep, but I, I think of them as a band I would listen to while walking through an alley. That's how <laughs> I think of them. Went too deep, jacked up. Yeah, exactly. No better folk with me right now. I'm listening to Offspring. Went too deep, isn't that some forty one? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, let's see here. I'm trying to remember which album it was that I I remember. I I got into them a little bit because. My fun album names. <laughs> my no, my uh, cousin. I did a thing. I got really into the idea of like buying everybody Christmas gifts one year, and <laughs> I was probably like twelve or thirteen. Buying into Christmas for the first time, huh? Well, like you know, when you're like, I'm gonna spend my money and get everybody oh, Christmas gifts. Sure, sure. That might be me in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did soon. do the same thing our first year in New York, where I bought everybody Christmas gifts and nobody got me anything. Oh, well, we didn't man. like you. <laughs> <laughs> we all agreed i think it was one of those things where we all drunkenly agreed like yeah let's do christmas this year <laughs> and i followed through <laughs> it was very nice of you <laughs> got to me just crying under the christmas tree under the mistletoe i did set up a mistletoe under tommy's uh door to his bedroom oh, under the door yeah that's right oh, no i mean like under the, oh, okay. the door frame um anyway i bought my cousin the one thing he asked for was Conspiracy of One, Ooh, the Offspring album, yeah, and I got it for him, and I saw the album cover, and I was like, I don't think I should be buying this, <laughs> but uh, they let me. Uh, it was a Sam Goody back in probably what two thousand or something. Who knows? Yeah, they're one of the f- final years of record stores. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a skateboard guy? They're a big skateboard. I feel like you always see the sticker on skateboards. Um, yeah, they were a big skater band in general. Yeah. I, I wasn't into skating really. Mm-hmm. I had one of the skateboards that like it was more rounded on the edges, like all the way around, not just the you know, the tricks kind. I okay, had more, I had more the cruising skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was a more... practical. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, like the way that longboards are shaped. Oh, right, right, right. Um, there was like shorter versions of that. I just had a. I imagined one. a circular board. <laughs> it was on. a toboggan. <laughs> hey, kids, come with me. It was a frisbee that I could, uh, jump around on. Listen, I'm an innovator. Um, I designed my own base skateboard. It's very oh, yeah. popular. It's catching on. I just watched Minding the Gap yesterday. I got to see that. I've heard of very things. good. Yeah. Uh, without like giving, it, I mean, it's a documentary, so obviously it's sad in parts. But like <laughs> now, every time I see a skateboarder, I'm like, "What's he going through?" <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in there. He's probably just some asshole. Yeah. I tried to get into skateboarding as a kid. I think this is probably uh, this was playing in my head. You know, mm-hmm. just, oh yeah. Uh, Wearing some Vans? Of course. Yeah, I wanted it so bad, but I, I probably did it for two weeks, hurt myself, and quit. Oh, yeah. yeah. All it takes it's is one. Like, uh, actually, I had a skateboard until like I left New York, basically. Really? Yeah. Like a, a longboard just for getting around. Because like, yeah. I had one in, in California, brought it to Boston, brought it to New York, and I just like was kidding myself the whole time that I'd ever ride it. <laughs> 
because like occasionally in Boston it would it would make sense to like you know do a five minute skateboard work rather than a twenty minute walk. Sure, but like in New York, there's not a single surface that is flat enough no. to skateboard. Even on. biking scares me. Here. Yeah, and I in Chicago I bike everywhere here, and I I felt like a real punk riding around on my city bike. Heavy <laughs> <laughs> bike is there, there, but no. Uh, People would make fun of me and be annoyed that I was on the road. But uh, and you'd yeah. be bearing gifts <laughs> for everyone who's on the road. I thought we were doing it this year. The city of Chicago. It's Red Nose Day. Come on, <laughs> is that what Red Nose Day is? City bike claws over here. <laughs> Artie Lang's holiday. Oh, oh come on. Come on. Um, anyway, well, geez, now I'm bummed out. <laughs> um i yeah i got into this i was like having this uh this sort of music at that age like the the skull thing oh yeah i was like i shouldn't be doing this <laughs> yeah, i, I just remember being like uh, this, oh. I, i've told the story before but i i had my sister give me m&m cd to burn and then i saw the cover of it and i just gave it back to her <laughs> and she was like you're not gonna burn it and i was like ah, i'm good i can't probably. let his poison into my brain <laughs> taint my soul very corny but um yeah, they definitely were quite a moment. Oh yeah, yeah. So were you in? So you were into that album? Did you? Oh, yeah. How long did you stay with them? I stayed with them probably, I guess, through high school. I I, I kind of transitioned once I got into high school into more hip hop stuff. Mm. That's when like the uh, yes. uh, Biggie and Tupac era. Were you Biggie or Tupac? I was Tupac. Hell yeah, me too. Oh yeah. Rare find, I feel like. I know. I mean, like, I especially out here. But you were, yeah. uh, you were I West Coast. Well, I was a West Coast guy, right. so I had to rep mm. my coast for one. And also, Tupac songs were more danceable. What? That it's so funny you say that because I love Tupac and I could not disagree with you more. Well, wow. I, I guess it kind of depends. I guess the West Coast sound in general was more da- danceable. And like Snoop Dogg, yeah. sure. But like, I thought Biggie. I mean, hypnotize. Well, hypnotize, of like, course. Yeah. yeah, like he's got some bangers that you they're just you can't deny. But sure. like Tupac has just way more songs. Oh, uh, oh, what a body of work! Exactly. So so much so that you're like, maybe this, these are bad. <laughs> you know, when somebody puts out too much work, you're like, maybe there's no thought going. Well, he has eight posthumous uh, albums. Yes. Right. which is yeah. crazy. I'm uh, also recording eight posthumous albums where I'm going to say what I really think. <laughs> Is that what you do in the basement all day? Yeah. <laughs> You're like the Mark Twain and Tupac, just like, not till after I'm dead. It's just personal things about you guys. <laughs> but it's hour-long shows. <laughs> I do a full hour in the basement on you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's what I do. But anyway, that's uh, I'm glad to hear that. I did the same thing where, I except for I went from week... I, I mean, I liked... I, I liked Coldplay and Tupac at the same time, so it was well, a very was weird time. Well, I liked <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yellow. Wait, red or blue? <laughs> I pick yellow. <laughs> Wait, that's like uh, the same for a Pokemon. Man, yeah. that all comes together. Damn. Mm. Uh, some people understood what I was saying just I now. Did. <laughs> yeah. I felt anyway. like being in Chicago, I didn't have to choose between yeah. Biggie and Tupac. I thought I could just like both. <laughs> yeah, you could be on the fence. Right? Sure. I feel like we're in the middle. You get to do it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I guess, I mean, I was in Indiana, so obviously I can't but relate on, to what you're talking about. <laughs> you were on East Coast time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I really liked, but I did like, I liked Nas a lot, and that was true. Yeah, work, so. same. I mean, like, I liked him a lot of them. I just liked Tupac a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same um, here. I, I probably, just thought he was a he was a poet. He was a sweet man. Yeah, 
I liked. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, he re- he really revolutionized the a style of bandana wearing that no one has since pulled off. Yeah. Wow. And boy, have we tried. <laughs> <laughs> we all tried to do the Rosie the Riveter, but so. only only Rosie and Tupac were strong enough. <laughs> it's like it's like Thor's hammer, but 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 in bandana form. <laughs> um, so, have you gotten backlash for liking Offspring? I mean. Not really, because I I don't like. It's not like I'm blaring them out of my car or anything. <laughs> I I have no one could hear it anyway. I just listen to podcasts now. Sure, just blare um, podcasts. Yeah, like I mean, it was like I remember getting a shit a little bit because like back around that time in junior high, like that's when everyone was kind of choosing a band, mm-hmm. and a lot of people had chosen like Nirvana, even though Kurt Cobain had died or whatever. Uh, but then. Uh, and then our, our Green Day was the other big like yeah. they were it was like I was into I was into Green Day way more than I was yeah into. The, most Green people Day were struck the chord especially yeah. and unfortunately it was probably with an album that people would make fun of you for now but yeah. American Idiot really struck uh. the chord <laughs> during my year right, yeah. and Offspring put out that pro George Bush album <laughs> <laughs> American cool guy <laughs> wake me up at the beginning of September. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, so I mean, like most of the, most of my friends were like hardcore into Green Day because that's when Dookie came out. Sure. So it was like Dookie versus Smash was the big like album of the year debate at that time. Yeah, and I was like all in. I was like, Offspring's the best. They're be- they've wiped Nirvana out of the way. That's why Kurt Cobain killed himself. <laughs> he saw he saw Dexter Holland coming with his even more articulate voice <laughs> and a little bit more angst. <laughs> Amazing. Let's uh, before we get too deep into this because we don't have a ton of time. Like I said, we're just going to rush through this episode. Oh, hey, um, <laughs> we'll go as fast as the guitar player Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about how they met him because that's a very funny thing about this. Let's band. Get, let, yeah, how did they meet Noodles? Nood- uh, this is is this a rumor? Or is this true that he was the janitor at their school? <laughs> Because I swear to God, this is what people say, that he was the janitor at their school, and he used to buy them beer, and then they had him in their band. And I'm pretty sure that's real. That's, that's the best origin story of anything. Please look it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up now. I'm just going to look on their Wikipedia, because I feel like... That sounds like something you'd write out of The Simpsons, like they auto-joins <laughs> yes, Bart's band yes. or something. <laughs> Death Metal Group. I know uh, that Noodles at some point got stabbed on tour. Like, Did he really? Like pre-Smash, like when they were just in, like an indie punk band. Oh, wow. Because they had a few albums before Smash that like no one had ever heard of, and then they had like this one you know, platinum album that really put them on the scene. <laughs> they are one of those bands that has like way more albums than you think oh, they yeah, would. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like for later, like I was looking through the songs to like look up for this thing, and I was like, oh, that song. And I was like, wait, that song's from 2008? Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Like, How was that 12 years after I like, heard them for the first time? Yeah, or whatever. and I think they put out something last year, but... I, I, you might be right. They've switched band members so much mm-hmm. that I think it could just be a shell of what it was. But uh, it's still, I, they might still be uh, making it. I'm, just, I'm looking up this stuff about uh, Noodles. Just search Offspring Janitor, no, 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 see found, what happens. I found, uh, before joining the Offspring, Noodles played in a local band called Clowns of Death. Um, <laughs> he was in Clowns of Death? <laughs> I knew uh, I recognized that guitar. <laughs> he was allegedly in the Offspring because he was the only person old enough to provide alcohol for the rest of the members. He earned the nickname Noodles for his frequent noodling. <laughs> well, that's not exciting. Obviously. Uh, he was stabbed in the shoulder by a skinhead, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but during the band's early days, Noodles worked as a janitor at Earl Warren Elementary School in Garden Grove. And before Smash released, he had been planning to quit the band. But uh, the surprising success of Come Out and Play forced him to reconsider. 
Damn. All right. I bet he so, noodled a lot less once he got that knife in the shoulder. He'll <laughs> <laughs> teach you stuff noodling. Kids. That, that was his, that was his physical thing. therapy. If this episode teaches you one thing, get to know the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe jam out with him privately. Hey, invite him to your basement. Uh, <laughs> or encourage him to follow his dreams. Yes, yes. Be very supportive of your janitor because he might buy you beer. Um Anyway, let's listen to the voicemail from Jared before we get too deep into this, if I can find the damn cord, which I cannot. So never mind. Oh, here it is. Okay. If, you, if you're if you a regular listener to the show, you know that uh, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, leaves his thoughts every week on whatever artists we're talking about. And today, here are Jared's thoughts on The Offspring. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending the offspring. Um, so I started listening to punk. Um, I'm sure the offspring were around already, but certainly they hadn't made it into you know popular culture. Um, so really, this kind of it, like anyone who was listening to like hardcore punk music uh, before the offspring really kind of hit it. Um, hated the offspring. Like they were, the line is, is that if the offspring or some sort of like equivalency, like no effects or uh, the voodoo glow skulls or bands that were sort of around at the same time, if that was your gateway into punk, then you probably like the offspring because it was, you know, positioned to you as something different and new but if you were already listening to bands at that time that sounded like them but better, then you thought that they were terrible, and I fall into that category. Um, the guy's voice is just insufferably bad. Um, it sounds like on their songs, it sounds like there's like 12 of them singing, which is really weird how they how they did that, and it just it never sounded right to me. Um, they definitely were at least um, what it seemed like to us, and I don't know the actual story, but as like a you know punk hardcore uh, uh, co- collective where I grew up, like they seemed to us like they were sort of like made in a lab to try to you know to try to to um, ca- capitalize on you know Green Day or um, Rancid, although they probably hit around the same time as Rancid. Um, it's just not good. I mean, they just are not good at it. And the, the music sucks. It got worse as far as like the popular songs got worse. I mean, I can't, maybe as they got older, they made a good album or two or something as adults. And it, you know, but I'm saying of the popular songs, like it got, it went from suck to blow. I mean, it was just awful. Um, now I will say this, one of them, I think it might be the singer, but I'm not sure has a hot sauce line that actually I sort of begrudgingly tried one time and I've uh, bought it a couple times. It's called Gringo Bandito and uh, it's pretty good. So, but musically terrible. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. That was, uh, that was Jared. What are your thoughts on uh, what Jared had to say, Jono? Here's the thing. Um, him <laughs> describing them as like a, a punk band that uh, punk fans would hate is uh-huh. exactly why I like them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, it's like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It, it was the breakaway thing that was not the, like, I was not at all hardcore. And it also like, a, a time wise, 
Like they are, they're a perfect junior high band because they like, they like, but they like all their lyrics are just like about angsty stuff, but like in a not hardcore way that like mm-hmm. would only appeal to thirteen and fourteen it, year old yeah. boys. It feels like being into Everclear a little bit, which yeah. I I got into both of them around the same time because yeah. it did feel like safe angst. Yeah, well, like self yeah, yeah. specifically, I feel like it's like a song for like if you've had a girlfriend where you only kissed. Let's let's knock that uh, knock that back to just holding hands. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's listen to this uh, some of that song. <laughs> That's uh yeah you're totally right that's exactly what that is mm-hmm. it's like uh, there's some Ben Folds songs that touch that nerve too oh totally <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so um, like you might as well just call that song going through puberty <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is but it's funny how much the voice doesn't bother when like when you're a kid that voice is cool oh yeah it's great <laughs> now right. you're listening you're like yeah I get any criticism of it but yeah absolutely. <laughs> Um, I yeah, I didn't mind his voice. I thought that it was like silly. I think too when I was because oh, I think the first song I heard from them was either original prankster or pretty, pretty fly, fly for, for a white guy. And that sounds like corny as hell. Yeah, yes. like that's when he's like almost making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. As like you know, he's leaning into it in a way that's like trying to be ironic, but sure. it's a little bit too true. Yes, where it's yeah. like it'd be hard to take him seriously if that's the only thing you knew of his. And he also, but he also does it so much with like the the white guy stuff, with like calling his hot oh. sauce Gringo Bandito. I know, and it's I like, know. Like, you've, you've made too many jokes about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, weird yeah. Now, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like the party a, starter. It's almost, <laughs> <laughs> yes. but it is like the white guy on Twitter who's like, white men should all die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his Twitter was that. <laughs> uh, that is uh, uh, Dexter Holland is who has the hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, nice. And yeah. The uh, I re- the more I read about this guy, the more I really like him. <laughs> One, I love right. I love a hot sauce, and the fact that Jared said he's bought the hot sauce a few times is really funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like hiding it. Funny. He like hated the band but loved the hot sauce, <laughs> or it's like you know what Van Hagar sucks, but Cabo Wabo. I mean, I put it puts on a Patron at the table. He like buys a bunch of condoms to distract from the purchase of the Gringo <laughs> Nothing to see here, just buying a bunch of condoms, <laughs> <laughs> candy, and uh, hot sauce. And that old thing. <laughs> um, yeah, he this guy is very impressive. He also, um, I think it's a, he has his pilot's license. 
and a PhD. Wow, a pretty I, huge dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was a colleague. <laughs> That's why we had such yeah, a kinship. He's my is he's that why you like model. him? You're a PhD man. Yeah. What is his PhD in? Uh, Rock noodling. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know, but he I, apparently he. Um, well, it would be funny. He was ethno research or whatever, like ethnic studies <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bicultural bridging the gap. Um, Joshua, like his thesis was just pretty yeah. fly for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Sorrell, uh, Sorrell writes: uh, Say what you will about the music, but Dexter Holland has a, a PhD and has helped advance the study of HIV. Whoa! Pretty crazy. I mean, if you're going to rock that, spreading hard, HIV. Yeah. Tons, I should say. <laughs> no. uh, we uh, while we're at it, let's go to Facebook. This surprised me. Uh, there's a man named. Uh, John O'Devere, who wrote, <laughs> Why don't you get a job is the most annoying song. It is remarkably similar to Obla D, Obla Da by the Beatles. Can't believe it was a single. Very interesting that two people named Jono have strong opinions <laughs> <laughs> about this in the same circle. Yeah, man. I've, it looks like I've found my nemesis. <laughs> found because I love Why Don't You Get a Job. This guy's truly the opposite of you. He doesn't have a PhD. What? <laughs> Your exact opposite. Uh, GED Does motherfucker. Does he have a mustache? I don't. I, I'm too far to check. But okay. No, <laughs> for the sake of probably this. completely no. hairless. <laughs> uh, Pete Stegemeyer writes, still one of my top three bands of all time, and wow. one of these years yeah. I'm going to go to the Sobroso Taco Festival. They headline every year. Dexter owns a hot sauce company. We know that. Um, let's see. Aaron Weininger says self-esteem still slaps. Hey, good luck with that, lady Aaron. <laughs> good man. Uh, let's see here. Asmus, uh, our good friend Jeff Asmus writes, Kids Aren't All Right is a top five song of all time. Is that on your list? No. I mean, okay. it's... Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, was, it could have like been. That's song. the thing. Yeah, is, yeah. I found more songs than I had forgotten about where I was like, oh, yeah, that's also a banger. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think if you'd asked me off the top of my head, like, name six offspring songs, like, I could say Self-Esteem, yeah. I could say Pretty Fly For I don't know if I could get to six. I but then, get to six. Yeah. One, yeah, like, the one I had forgotten the name of, even, but it was, like, the Bad Habit one, where mm-hmm. it's about road rage, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's my, I was, that was such a huge song for me, because it was, like, the first time that someone, like... Uh, cursed in a <laughs> yep. song yeah. where it's like, whoa, I'll take it easy, guys. Do you remember the I can't first play time? this around my mom. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you cursed singing along with a song? Ooh. Oh. That was a big moment for me. You know, you know, I remember the first time I cursed quoting a song because I thought it was a joke because I heard of the song OPP yes. by Naughty by Nature yeah. and someone had said, you know what the P stands for, right? It's pussy. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> and so like, my mom asked my brother, is like, what does OPP stand for? And I was like, other people's pussy. <laughs> right? Isn't that stupid? <laughs> and, then, and then everyone just dro- like, uh, mouth agape, just like, what? <laughs> Amazing. That's great. Tommy, you know yours? I can't remember now. Mine was uh, Outcast. Uh, sorry, Miss Jackson. I can't even remember the line. I just remember they cut it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Tonight, I'm going for it." <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's uh, OPP is a good one. Damn, that that is what it stands for, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, it, although second. like weirdly for the female version, it's other people's penis, <laughs> which is so lame. <laughs> the patriarchy strikes again. We should have a song called OPP <laughs> for the, our listeners. No okay. pissheads. Oh, yeah. OPP. Other Patreon pissheads. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, Patrick Murray writes, uh, one time my friend gave me a ticket to an offspring show and I purposefully ate three week old spaghetti out of the trash so I would get food poisoning and not have to go. <laughs> I could have just said no, but the spaghetti had meatballs in it. So, you know, what was I supposed to do? Does he have like Munchausen's disease or something? <laughs> this is like fucked up. That's not normal. <laughs> Uh, Ronnie Pascal writes The first song I ever illegally downloaded on Napster Was Pretty Fly for a White Guy oh, It holds boy. up simply for the nostalgia factor yeah. uh, Heather Marulli writes In 6th grade I had a huge crush on Alex Okrzezik uh, uh, And his favorite band was The Offspring I think he's an exec at BP now Does that say something? <laughs> mm. The corporate rock the Damn Sam Rose writes They are the thinking man's Pennywise mm. <laughs> Damn There's a lot of people A lot of love for them In this uh, In this thread Although Patrick Schroeder writes When are you guys gonna do Sinatra Hey Patrick Eat a fucking nickel <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start that as an insult <laughs> Eat, Eat a, a nickel? nickel Yeah Not bad <laughs> it sounds gonna, it's like it's going to be way worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like eat a penny, but no. Uh, Kevin Wygant writes, the origin story for The Offspring has never felt right to me. Oh, he just has the janitor thing. Oh. Covered it, Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> it is like a reverse Goodwill hunting. <laughs> They're like, look, he can't do math at all. <laughs> come, come hang out with us. Buy his beer. <laughs> Can you solve this riff? <laughs> um, David Rodriguez writes that if you're into the genre, Smash is just undeniably one of the best albums of all time. Damn. Hell yeah. If you aren't into the genre, your comments mean nothing. Joe, oh, Joe List writes, Smash equals a masterpiece people are really into this damn wow John. hey who else i don't have to, I, i've got a whole legion standing by my band you do. but i'm, I'm a coalition hand. builder is what i am I'm, on the I'm other a, hand i'm a uniter not a are. divider <laughs> mike stanley writes this band was trash it's the pinnacle of commercialized punk it's like listening to a bunch of dickheads do an impression of what they think punk is i never chime in on this but this band was garbage damn mike Wow. Chime in yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice he's letting you know he sees your status. He doesn't, doesn't, yeah, doesn't Mike, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't like them? You just yeah. move along? Yeah. I thought that you maybe uh, something happened with the algorithm, but now I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what an unnecessary thing to do. Uh, last one I'll read for now is, uh, well, never mind. I lost it. So let's listen to some more music. Um, let's hear, I mean, people know it. Let's hear Pretty Fly for a White Guy. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis You know it's kind of hard We get it. Uh, we got to kind of move on a yep. little quickly. Um, 
But uh, this song topped the charts in several countries, including Australia, where it went four times platinum. <laughs> Jesus, that makes Jesus. so much sense. Oh, my God. And Australia is like one of the most racist countries <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> I do think. Finally, somebody's speaking it. up for the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, fly is a slang term for cool, according to song facts. Oh, God. I think that my song fact for this is that I think this is the only song in history that is goofier than its Weird Al cover. I agree. Oh. Yes, that is yeah. what is his called? Because like, his um, was already like basically a parody of itself. Yeah, I, like this his is, is pretty. Fl- yeah, what, a lot of people don't realize, and I don't think what I realized at first about um, about the Offspring. Besides th- this song, I figured out later was a parody. But they do a lot. They do that a lot. They have this song that somebody posted on the Facebook. I, I think it was Josh O'Neill wrote. Uh, he commented a song. He said that he was super into them, and then he heard this song about California that they wrote that was really lame. And then I watched it, the video for it. I was like, "Oh, this is clearly a parody. He's doing like a. They're making fun of like Katy Perry. Yeah, because it's like a, an anthem song. Sure, really sure, stupid. sure. But I was like, "Oh, that's kind of fun. It's it's actually kind of funny. But I was yeah. like, I don't really want to listen to it though. Right. It's like it's a bit. It's a, I don't want to hear it over. It's uh-huh. whereas like Fly for a White Guy is kind of catchy still. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's, it's like the, and then like the pop it. punk like genre of like guitar riffs plus like <laughs> like yep. all the weird like <laughs> it is, sound is effects. Very shrill in my old age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's real like as you as we're we're cringing as we listen yes. to that first part of it. <laughs> yes. I was like, Uno dos tres. Uh, I was like, okay, no, come no, on. Hey, I was having a good time. Listening to it. <laughs> and why did they say cinco twice? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's catchy. It is fun. Yeah, fun. They're, they're gonna put it's hot fun. sauce. Also, he does have. There is a song where they say the N word, and right, we should talk about that. What do you think about Jono, that? Def- <laughs> defend that. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> they wrote a song about the L.A. riots, which I don't know why every white band had to have a song about the L.A. riots. Oh, <laughs> sublime. We were just the sublime did too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the live one, we were talking about the sublime one. And, uh, and Our wokest very, bands. Yes. <laughs> Sublime and the Offspring both felt like they had to weigh in on Rodney King oh, <laughs> in, no. in song form. Listen. Bill Hicks said the N word. That's Ru- true. <laughs> Wait, you're going to defend this. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Just Bruce, clarifying. all of our greatest minds. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> uh, it, meant, it meant something different back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the way that uh, gay used to mean happy. <laughs> yeah. He did at one point have dreadlocks. Um, was it cornrows? Yeah, cornrows. Yeah, like yeah. the long oh, no. cornrows. If for like the m- music video for Self Esteem, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. it was like his fr- one of the first videos. I was like, no, Man, a lot guy. of people in the uh, from what I was reading about them, a lot of people were mad uh, when they when he got rid of the cornrows. Oh, but those oh, and then they transitioned into the Smash Mouth uh, spike hair. Sure, yeah. uh, that was rough. All bad looks. You know, it, it, um, the other one that he did like right after that was the original Prankster one, which is very similar sound and it's mm. also very silly. Let's hear, let's hear that. Too. Yeah. While we're at it, we'll listen to it a little bit. Janet Reno. Nice. 
I that's the first time I've noticed this. I noticed it as it started, and then I read in the song facts that that uh, intro riff is from Lowrider. I never mm, knew that before. That oh right, yeah. I, and I yeah. heard it this time listening to it, but I think I just hadn't listened to it in so long. Because <laughs> the rest of the song's so corny. It's <laughs> 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 like I can possibly do a badass song. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's not. Oh, great. featuring Redman, by the way. Is that right? Oh yeah, oh, who's so on the song right. just to say original prankster? That's it. That he, is he, it. He's he in drops the video no too. rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like right around the same time that uh, Method Man collaborated with uh, Limp Biscuit mm, for In Together. So like Red, Method Man and Redman were like transitioning into corny like uh, movies, and yeah. also. <laughs> You know, being the voice of the worst band. On great like, songs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, let's the, see The rap here. punk Joshua, Joshua from Lincolnshire wrote, This song truly did knock down the walls. And yes, it is alive in me. Whenever I listen to it, I go rocking like Janet Rigo. <laughs> so, good for him. <laughs> Lincolnshire, not too far from where I grew up. Is that right? That's true. Arf. Um, let's see here. The title is a play on the 1991 Ice-T song and album OG Original Gangster, but instead of keeping it OG, the original, or the offspring are keeping it OP. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Other <Whoa>. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear, we gotta kind of move through these a little quickly. Let's hear Bad Habit. Oh, yeah. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) So ominous. Like the it just like escalates into like the the cursing part. Ah, hold on, I'll try it. It's like um, the, uh, the the antithesis of the Beach Boys right there. <laughs> I, I hear what Jared's saying now by that it sounds like there's like 12 of his voices. Yeah. Yeah, they just... <clears throat> he harmonizes it, with yeah. himself. That's how good he is. <laughs> He's like a 12-person symphony. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. 
the offspring guitarist Noodles explained the song's meeting in a Lollipop magazine interview. This'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song about this guy with a bad habit. <laughs> Wait, please, is that real? That's real. That's what Noodles told Lollipop. Like I have a, a shooting people in my car habit that I just cannot kick. That's what he said it's sarcasm. It's a tongue in cheek look at I don't know, psycho- psychosis. It's not the real thing. I don't think they understand what sarcasm is. <laughs> Uh, let's hear what's next. Come out and play. You gotta keep them separated. That was Come Out and Play. Still Pro segregation song. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> like strong. separated but equal. <laughs> Brown versus Board of Education versus <laughs> the offspring versus Noodles. <laughs> versus Noodles and Company. That's what they should have called oh, the band. No. Damn it. No. Damn. They fucked up. Uh, this song is about gang and gun vi- gun violence in schools, and was the breakthrough hit for the Offspring. Ah. The title is a reference to the 1997 movie The Warriors, which features the famous line "Warriors come out and play." Ooh, nice, yeah. good read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> um, let's see here. the uh, The phrase "got to keep them separated" came from when Dexter was in medical school. At the time, the band was unsure of how to tie the parts of the song together. One day, Dexter was experimenting with bacteria and vials. He left the vials of bacteria in a room to let them cool down. He came back after an hour or so and noticed that the bacteria were still warm because the two samples of bacteria were interacting with each other since the vials were close to each other. Damn. Wow. That's gotta like keep them separated. Gotta Man. be a superhero origin story. I know. <laughs> how, yeah. many, how many PhDs does this guy have? Right? <laughs> Damn. Oh, also, more importantly, in the 2006 Adam Sandler movie Click, this song can be heard being played uh, by the marching band in the background during the swimming meet scene at the beginning. We all knew that, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, baby. <clears throat> That's um, the second Adam Sandler crossover with The Offspring, because um, you can uh, do you it. You can do oh, it. Yes. <laughs> Rob yes. Snyder appearance. They also play themselves in the movie Idle Hands. The Is that true? I, I read that on the Wikipedia. Damn. Yeah. All right, let's hear some of You're Gonna Go Far, kid. <laughs> Sets off in unsuspecting hurt And as you step back in the line it Sounds so much like Panic at the Disco in the beginning
sound like panic right there? Like, panic. There's something in your way, and now somebody's gonna pay. And if you can't get what you want, well, it's all because of me. Now dance, fuck or dance, man, I never had a chance. And no one even knew it was really only you. And now you're me. Okay. So that, uh, that was uh, You're Gonna Go Far, Kid. Fun song. Yeah, and it was like way after their first album. Like that was like their the most recent like uh, song that I'm aware of that I liked or whatever. That and was, doesn't like, that sound like it should have come before all the other ones? Yeah, kind yeah. Of. musically, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're they're a band that like found a sound, mm-hmm. and then uh, you just like they had a couple musical departures from it that no one liked, and they were like, well, let's go back to the hits, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and make them a little cornier, and and then. Get a billion dollars. I think that one holds up. I think it's good. That was yeah, 2008. You could pretty much all of their greatest hits, like their greatest hits album, might as well have been Smash. Mm-hmm, like they right. all kind of sound like that sound. Yeah. Um, and Damn. that's great. And I love them. I don't care that they didn't change <laughs> and grow that much, but you know, they're uh, they hold up. Yeah, for sure. It's weird to think of it as like aging. Well, it's from 2008, so that's 11 years old, and that is the perfect age. You always say. Um, <laughs> For someone who's aged well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, that was the playlist, I believe. Am I, I am yeah, correct. Yes. Uh, and perfect timing. Before we give our scores, run, General, yes. final thoughts on the album. Final offspring. thoughts. On the, on the album? On the, on the offspring. On the offspring. Oh, um, you know what? We should all be so lucky <laughs> to give birth to an offspring like this one. <laughs> That was beautiful. Is that why wow. you picked them? <laughs> <laughs> you reverse engineered. <laughs> I've been sitting on that the whole time. Oh, it's been months I've been planning it. Just planting seeds, you know. Waiting to give birth to that one. Oh, God. All right, so we... I think there's only one direction you can go <laughs> with your score of this playlist. So all three of us now rank the playlist out of six. Six songs. Uh, six songs. I will say 13-year-old me would have given this a five out of six. Yes. 28-year-old me would have given it a one, so I'm going to give it a three. Mm. Ah, interesting. Also, almost back-to-back ones from the Mac Man. Well, that, I'm giving it a three. Yes. I said That's what I said, almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I also wanted to go. I'm going to go 3.4. Go Ooh, this is another present from the Christmas man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I like it's funny. I listen to those songs again. They don't do for me what they did when I was a boy, but I found myself liking some of the stuff I hadn't heard from them or like didn't remember from them. Right? Yeah, more than I thought that I would. So I gotta, I gotta meet you in the middle there. But I, I still like hearing original pranks are still fun to hear. Yeah, same for self. <laughs> I was into pranks, especially at yeah, that well, time. I mean, what are we but original pranks? Yeah, we can't steal our material. <laughs> they call us a Tommy McNamara type. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you do one half Indian joke, and everyone, <laughs> everyone thinks you're stealing the material. Uh, what do you, what do you rate it there, Jono? I'm gonna give it um, like I'm gonna give it a three point nine. We're all in the three fan. Wow. Like all yeah, right. like almost like it, there's some like very cringeworthy corny stuff in the middle there, but like a, a few bangers they they yeah. hang up, they hold up. It's still fun to listen still to. I just, yeah. I can never picture listening to it sincerely anymore yes right yeah which green day i could i can't i could listen to when i come around sincerely yeah for oh there's a bunch of stuff yeah. from green day i can still listen to for sure but his voice does great me now mm-hmm. like in a way that it didn't before and i would say i 
this is the same thing for me. I, I know this is controversial, but I don't listen to Weird Al either. And like, I can enjoy yeah. a song, but oh, I, don't, sure. I don't listen to it. Like, yeah, that. This, there's a lot of like very like in my life favorite bands that I still that I don't do not listen to on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, <laughs> it's inexplicable. <laughs> like, it's just like yeah, eh, I just will remember them fondly forever. <laughs> And uh, never have to revisit them, lest they be canceled. Lest they be canceled. <laughs> All right. And, what, yeah, plugs. Uh, this will be out Wednesday. Any plugs? Like as in two days from now? Two days from now, yes. Wednesday. Um, I'm going to be in Boston this weekend at the Comedy Me Studio. Me too. I'll be at the Whoa. Comedy Studio. What the fuck? Hell yeah. This is I'll crazy. I'll be there Sunday. Yeah. Me and Tim will be there Sunday. Uh, I'll be at... Um, this is a big music city, but I'll be in Austin oh, uh, uh, April 5th and 6th, I believe, or 6th and 7th. Where you at? Uh, the Velveeta Room. Velveeta nice. Room, baby. Yeah. Get down there. Pat Dean's a good man. Hell yeah. Um, we, uh, oh, Tommy will be uh, recording his album for yes. Special Thing Records. June at 13th. Union, at Union, Union Hall. Union Hall. Two shows. Hell yeah. Um, where will I? I will also be in Boston. I'll be at Cityside Comedy. Uh, on Monday, come to that. That'll be really fun. And I'll also be at the Comedy Studio on Sunday. And I'll be a few places around Toronto for the JFL Road Show. So come to that. The lineup's fun. And, uh, hey, get on the Patreon if you're not in there. We love you. Keep it crispy. Bye.